welcome to Follow Fox, a journey through nature's wisdom. I'm your host, Fox. In November, it feels like the world is slowing down. In reality, many critters are busier than ever preparing for the upcoming winter. Storing food, building shelters, growing coats, or moving south. Winterizing is a lot of work in the animal world. The first overwinter strategy I'll talk about is hibernation. I know many humans who wish they could employ this method of getting through winter. Instead of trying to forage for food in the winter months, some animals simply sleep through the cold and snow. Well, kind of. Hibernation is more accurately a period of metabolic inactivity. That is, slowing down the body's functions to conserve energy. Some animals do indeed spend their hibernation unconscious, while others are simply inactive in periods of light dozing. Animals that hibernate are very good at sensing the changes in weather that come with the seasons. As soon as they feel winter coming, they begin to gather and store food, or begin gorging themselves. Some animals make dens specifically for hibernating, called hiberneculums. These dens are hidden, insulated, and enclosed, and often contain just-in-case food stores. Other animals simply move into secluded spaces or take other animals' dens. Sometimes these dens can be a person's house, so it's a good idea to repair any cracks or holes in your house before winter starts. When hibernation is mentioned, the animal that typically comes to people's mind is bears. Bears, however, do not enter a deep hibernation. They are only light hibernators, going into what is called torpor. Like hibernation, torpor is triggered by colder temperatures and decreased food availability. Torpor also involves decreased breathing and heart rates, and lower metabolic rate, and slightly reduced body temperature. Unlike hibernation, torpor is not voluntary and often lasts for shorter periods of time. During their active period of the day, animals in torpor maintain a normal body temperature, breathing, and heart rate. But while they are inactive, they enter into a deeper-than-normal sleep that allows them to conserve energy and survive the winter. This sleep can last up to 100 days, during which the animal will not eat, drink, or eliminate waste. Another winter survival strategy employed by animals is migration, leaving the area until spring. The triggers for the migration may be local climate, local availability of food, the season of the year, or mating reasons. When every member of a species migrates, that is known as complete migration. If some members of a species stay in one place all year long, but others migrate, that is a partial migration. This usually happens when the species range is large enough that some individuals live someplace that is always warmer, while others live in a temperate region that gets too cold in the winter. Barn owls, for example, partially migrate. Animals that live in mountainous areas may use altitudinal migration. Instead of traveling long distances, they move to lower altitudes when winter snow hits the upper mountains. Some spotted owls do this, while others of the same species who don't live in the mountains have different migration patterns. It's hard to tell just how animals know where they're going when they migrate. 
Some navigation methods include following the sun, following the stars and constellations, using landmarks, following scent, using the Earth's magnetic field, and following weather patterns. I, meanwhile, need my GPS to go anywhere that requires more than two turns. The next winter survival strategy is one that humans participate in, even though it's technically artificial when we do it. Much in the way we humans put on hats, gloves, heavy sweaters, wind-blocking jackets, some animals will grow thick coats in the winter to insulate and stay warm. Human jackets and animal coats work in essentially the same way. They trap the warm air that our bodies produce and keep it near us. Some animals grow an additional woolly underfur that they shed in the spring, while others simply grow a denser, thicker winter coat. This winter coat can also be a different color to provide camouflage in the changing landscape. White fur that lacks pigment also does a better job of letting heat reach the skin and trapping air. Birds survive in sub-zero weather by fluffing their feathers to introduce air and create layers of air and feathers. Moreover, long before we discovered down as the perfect material for ski coats and comforters, birds used small fluffy down feathers as insulation against the cold. According to the Audubon Society, just a fraction of an inch of this insulation can keep a bird's body temperature at 104 degrees Fahrenheit, 40 degrees Celsius, even in freezing weather. The story of how the bear did not always hibernate. The bear is a giant of a beast, but gentle to all who see his tender loving ways. The bear did not always sleep. It was during the time of the first winter that wind gave bear the gift of sleep. All the animals of the forest thought Bear was lazy and slow. They would tease him and harass the poor soul daily. They viewed his kind, gentle ways as a weakness. They always laughed at his friends and when he stopped to talk to them. Still, Bear did not hate or get angry at the animals who made fun of him. He just smiled and went on his way. He loved his feathered friends, his underground friends, and his underwater friends. The only time he was sad was when he was hungry and had to eat one of them. One day, Father Wind heard all of the animals talking about how foolish Bear was. Even fish turned against his friend. This made Wind very mad. In a dream, he taught Bear what plants to eat and all about the bad things fish had said. He told Bear fish was not a friend, but food. He also told Bear that because he was kind, he would receive a special gift. Then Bear awoke, wondering what gift Wind would give him. In the next dream, Bear was sad. Winter asked him what is wrong. I'm only good because I have good friends. That's true, said Winter. So he told Bear to go and tell all his friends about the gift that Wind had promised him. When Bear awoke, he ran through the forest and told all who would listen. This made him very tired and sleepy. So he went back to his cave and fell asleep. As before, many creatures did not listen to Bear. They went about their business. Some even called him crazy. So Winter decided to teach them a lesson. As Bear and his friends slept, flew away, or gathered food, without knowing, Winter came down upon the forest. 
yet he made sure that those who were friends of Bear were not aware of him or his brother Wind. To them, it was a time of the gift. If you tend to put on a few unexpected pounds in the winter, don't be too worried about it. It's part of our evolutionary instinct to eat more and store fat to be prepared for the winter. When the air gets cold and food becomes scarce, our ancestors would have needed those extra pounds to survive. It's also hard to be motivated to do much of anything in the winter. This could be because the change in daylight affects our levels of melatonin, making us feel much sleepier. It can help us get through those particularly dreary days if we understand that evolution has a hand in our seasonal lethargy. I hope you're working on your own winter preparations. You can enjoy more episodes of Follow Fox at anchor.fm slash follow fox, which is all one word. Please consider clicking the support button on the Anchor page. I'm also on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. You can support me at ko-fi.com slash follow fox. That's ko-fi, K-O-F-I, dot com slash follow fox. One word. If you have any questions or topic requests, you can email me at followfoxcast at gmail.com. That's all one word as well. Again, all one word, followfoxcast at gmail.com. The Follow Fox logo is by V. Wegman. I release new episodes every first and third Wednesday of the month, so you can expect to hear from me again on November 18th. You've been listening to Follow Fox. I'm Fox. Thanks for following.